is on my right, the Leader of the Opposition, on a point of order. On, on relevance, Mr Speaker. Well, hang on. I, sit down. I, I'm sit still down. hearing... You sit some... down, Buffett. You sit down. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. It's cold. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Albo likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Oh, g'day, Australia. Hey, Buffheads. Yeah. Hey, Buffheads. Buffheads everywhere. Buffheads. Welcome. Welcome to Australia's uh, favourite, most magical. Award-winning. Wa- oh, most award-winning. Award winning. We and gave each other an award. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and boofiest. And boofiest podcast on Australian politics by Australians. It's G'day Sausages. Uh, I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. And I'm Ron Toilet. I'm back, baby. Back, God. baby. I'm back in the chair. Ron. You know, listener, every, every week we come together to cathart. Cathart about what has gone on in Australian oh politics. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing to talk about this week. Nothing at all to talk about. As usual. That's the funniest uh, comments we make to each other uh, on I our know. messages. I know, man. every week. Are we going to record this week? Yeah, but there's nothing to talk about. And we all have a chuckle. Well. We do. Because uh, it's funny. Are any of you going to quit your job uh, for Christmas? Yep. Quit for Christmas? Quit for Christmas? Uh, <laughs> is that what the options are? Quit for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what happens? No, you just get a holiday. You just get a holiday. But I, um, no, I, shouldn't I just wanted to start in with the, the deluge. Deluge. The, the deluge of tappings out that we have had. Oh, yes. can, I, can I just before, because we did, just before we get onto that, because uh, of uh, Albo's Buffhead call, I was reminded today by someone who called back to October when he called Barnaby Joyce. The whoopee cushion of Australian politics. I've <laughs> 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 entirely forgotten that. that is, but also, it's so do poor more Katie. of that. Yeah, exactly, more of that. Do Buffet, more of that, you goose. No, that took him. That took him a couple of months in focus. Yeah, well, they. Yeah, but but that was October. Now he's done one in December. December Maybe the next one will be in January, months. February. He could be winding I, up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Buffed. I mean, Buffed is an an accurate rendition of Dutton, but it's not exactly uh, champagne. Oh, like, look, the whoopee cushion of Australian politics is a, is a stronger line. Platinum, that's yeah, a stronger yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, but the, at least the 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 buffet one. That's honest. That comes from a place. Well, deep can I just say? You. Can it I did, just can did. I just say? You know, um, conversation about elbow before the two minute uh, mark. Oh, Captain Cutthroat! Oh my God. The worm has turned. See, it is working. <laughs> it is working. We just cacked ourselves at something Albo said. Exactly. It's exactly. True. Have you seen that they're trying to revitalise the hot elbow thing by digging out other photos of him from around that era? There was only one photo. There was one magical <laughs> there photo. Was one magical photo <laughs> where he Every, managed to smile without showing his teeth. Everyone has that one good photo. You got oh, hell yeah, that's, I've that's got the one. one. That's well, I'm the still one. waiting. <laughs> Don't worry, man. It'll, it'll come. come one day. Oh, no, but we'll show it at your funeral. I was going to say, it's going to be, be on my coffin, isn't it? Will. It will. It will. It'll be great. Mind you, along the hot elbow, I saw one of one of my students the other day. You know, they put sometimes they put their uh, like a profile picture in their in their. Would you say they were hotter than elbow? No, in their learning management system, so they so oh, they don't yeah. have to do oh, that. Sometimes so you, don't they know, do. so you know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do. You can is do. Is that what the young people call an avatar? Avatar. It's an avatar. Oh, yes. it's an avatar. But but oh. someone had gone with the. You remember the young Stalin picture? Like that came out <gasps> oh, you know, yeah. maybe hot ten Stalin. years ago, where yeah. where Stalin was this young hot poet, and it's just like that. You of course you look like you also want to do both poetry she, and, and killing a lot of people. Millions killing of people a lot of people. Did. It's yeah. amazing how often those two come together, though. Well, Hitler was an artist, so and yeah. Sylvia Plath. 
Indeed. I, I, she. What? Yeah. She killed herself. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I don't know if no. you can self-genocide. I don't know. Now if I'm into the bell jar. Now I'm into letters do you, home. Which do you need is to be left alone? Well, no. Would you like to go and get your copy and read it? Wrote in a room? Mother. Oh, God. She was only 30. Yeah. I know. Fucked up. Anyway, today on the Sylvia Plath Politics <laughs> Podcast, what are we going to talk about? Oh, rats and sinking ships. Right. No, I was just going to say, you know, some people, no, they just want to... Um, Get out before Christmas. Spend more times with their family. Spend more times with significant people who. Uh, what did, What was. Okay. No, so. they want to spend more time with their electoral allowance because oh. if they lose an election, they do not get as much money. No doubt. No, hang on. Just for just for pointer news, because obviously our listeners come to this uh, this show for the news. Information. Uh, Fully informed. Christian Porter, uh, Greg Hunt, and Alan Tudge have all variously. Uh, to varying degrees. Stepped in different directions. So Porter has announced he will not be contesting the uh, next election, whereas he had previously said he would be. But mm. Can I tell you that that actually came as a surprise to me because I honestly thought he had already stepped down. I thought <laughs> the, the barrage against him was yeah. so strong that I didn't even think I it was, was reading. I was reading Michelle yeah. Grattan and I really thought this is this is absolutely true. Massive own goal in the... Um, oh, totally, in, in the defamation. In the defamation yep. thing. He... Uh, whether 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 he did or didn't, and it was ne- it will never be proved. Um, the historical rape allegation, yep, will never be proved either mm-hmm. way. And as as horrible and toxic as as this assessment is, he probably could have coasted that one out. Uh, he would have low for a while. He would have got off. He, sh- oh, he, he should have done. Do- he should have done a touch. And we will we we will talk about this a little bit more in the podcast. But let, let's face it, the society was on his side. He didn't actually have to go where he went. Which um, which society? Which society? The I want one names. No. You mean like the 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 legal rules and shit? Well, yeah, just a few things like that. Yeah, oh, he could have done. He really could have done. He the the whole defamation thing, utterly unnecessary. Yeah. And, then and a taking, total cock up. And taking money from secret people. No, no, they said and that was okay. And they're not saying that that and thinking that that's okay. I just they said it block it broke no rules. Yeah, well, the, they the need committee, to rewrite the that, fucking right? rules. The committee—that's what the committee came back and said. No, no, it was consistent with his obligations, but the committee also decided the current rules are inadequate. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so they went, you didn't break any rules, but the rules are fucked. That was the translation of the findings. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I love that he said, "I have no regrets." Mm. Oh, je ne regrette he, rien. Yes, he's he's left with no regrets except for all of the regrets because he definitely had cry. tickets on his on, PM ship. Um, on his yep. PM ship yep. and. Now, obviously, that's a challenging bar to get, and many of us in this podcast have not been prime minister. So that's well. I, I think I don't know. I don't use my real name. That's, that's fair true. to say, at least eighty percent. I am from Adelaide. Been. That's true. Oh, that's yeah, just like prime Tony Abbott and Bob Hawke, or the only other one with tits. <laughs> Kim Beasley was never prime minister. Oh God, you two are hopeless. Uh, okay, so yeah, look, there you go. Porter, Porter has tapped out. Obviously, a little bit of clearing the decks before um, before the election. Uh, Greg Hunt as well. Greg Hunt, um, yeah. uh, and this was interesting. In Michelle known Gratton. as Cifa. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Michelle Grattan in, in her piece on this said, you know, he's going to go out um, having achieved a solid amount. You know, he's certainly been in the public eye as health minister through the pandemic. Look, in, uh, in, compared to his peers, he is one of the least pants pooers who's in the public eye. He is Neville's boss, though. He's Neville's boss. Yeah, there's that. So he kind of did screw this, up a little bit. Does this the, mean Neville gets a promotion? I think he might. Chief procurement. <laughs> Wait till the Australian Day honours, Neville. Stand by. So, <laughs> Sir yeah. Neville. But, um, 
you know, uh, what, what he'd, he'd been serving in a number of roles, like back in, back into the Howard government. Uh, as a He's been, been in there for 20 years. Like, yep. that, yeah. that, and that is a long time for public service, whether you think they should be there or not. That is still yeah, a long time for public and he put service. His, and he gets money. He put his hand up to run for the leadership, but um, Josh Frydenberg, or the deputy leadership. I don't know. For a second with Dutton, wasn't he? Didn't he? Or was, he went or was second. With, mm. with Dutton or, or Frydenberg? I forgot which one. Can't now. remember. Yeah. Can't remember. It was one of them. There you go. That went well. Okay, so did you follow the Alan Tudge thing? So no, no, I just want to say that, that, that Greg left. Hunt is actually wanting to spend more time with his family. And he said probably the most honest thing he's ever said today in when he was giving his speech and, uh, you know, saying hustle Vista babies, was that his wife and and they all pay lots of tributes to their wives when they do this sort do. of stuff. But it was also, yes, and in fact she's um, pretty much raised two kids as a single mother and I thought, oh, my God, that is actually probably true and they do miss out on a lot. I'm not going to go into the eulogising that happens when people resign from parliament, um, but p- people who sounds a bit who, like you. Are well, then. yeah, maybe I am a little bit. bit. Yeah. But like his his two kids, it sounds like one thing one's going into year eleven and the other one's going into year eight or something like that, and those are big years to miss out on not being around for. I reckon so. I don't remember either of them. I just remember them as being sheer torture, sheer hell. So joining them. Will be George Christensen leaving, Kevin Andrews leaving, Andrew Lamming. I didn't know that until today. No, oh, Andrew no, Lamming no. announced, pre- yeah, like it was. Is, that, is, that, is, is Christensen confirmed? Yeah, everything I've heard. Christensen's confirmed, confirmed, I thought. Uh, Lam- okay. Lamming had a bit of. Um, he went, oh, I'm going, oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, he had a bit of on and, and off he again. Is, right? uh, I, think, I think he put his hat back into the, the selection ring. Right. Um, so this and was a couple of months ago. We did discuss. <laughs> and and then, yeah, it was it was pretty much at that point, he was. He was Routinely told no. So he's out. Nicole Flint, Tony Smith, and even John Alexander, who I think I've said this before, I had the pleasure of elbowing in the head at a dinner once in Parliament House. Oh, lucky you. So ah, that's at least well eight. No, I was, I, was, I was there with you, William, when we were talking to people standing up and I spun around too quickly and elbowed some poor bastard in the head and turned around and said, oh, sorry, J.A. You know, this would be a nice fun, not even... Eight uh, people. Not, not quite an honours level Politicians project. Politicians you've boofed. No, that that would be a, a different one. No, I was thinking. I was thinking in, in political science students, you could do like a, um, a a research project where you just look at number of resignations yeah. um, in the in the six months leading up to an election and how that how that correlates with governments going up or down. That would be interesting. I just reckon it'd be more interesting to see what their final payout was. But that's just well, me. yeah. No, I'm just I'm just thinking how many. It's the rats deserting sinking ship. How many how many people well, are reading also, the writing on the there's wall? There's only and just certain times that you can actually leave that you don't cause a great big kafoufle. Of course, of course. And I just said, well, it's yeah, like um, Julie Bishop who ran for the leadership didn't get the leadership. Then I think she pretty much assumed that um, that the writing was on the wall for the government. Yeah. Um, and so so she tapped out. And then government got re-elected. Maybe she didn't want to do any more of it anyway. I don't know. Uh, How long can you be in number two to dickheads? Well, she made a career out of it, so... Still how long? Yeah, well, long I, time. She was in but public service for 800 years, though. T- t- I mean, Tony Smith graciously stepped back as Speaker and sat on the back bench. Yeah. And, and to, for him to sit there and watch Andrew Wallace be the new Speaker... <laughs> and... But you've got to let him drive. You gotta, no, you gotta you've got to learn, you've gotta gotta learn to drive. You, yeah, exactly. And Tony Burke was taking it up every so time, like challenging <laughs> challenging things and all the rest of it, which is part of the dance and, and all of that. But it was also I'm, – I'm glad I didn't know who Andrew Wallace was before because it takes us out of that realm of going back to – do you remember when Tony Abbott decided that Bronwyn Bishop would be the good person to have uh-huh. as the speaker? I want my mum up there. I want my mum. Where's my mum? <laughs> 
You know how excited it used to be when you go to school and your mum was working on canteen? That's what it was like for no, Tony Abbott every day. my mother was a working mother. Yeah, well, so was my, my mother. Never did canteen. I, 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 I don't know that that was exciting. I... Uh, I don't know. I always figured it would be exciting because my mother never did it, but that's okay. Um, yeah, but at least we don't know who he is. Maybe he'll grow into the role. It's not an easy job. He could do. He might not have it for long either. Yeah, there is that. Uh, but Scotty, I think Scotty's relying on uh, Gladys taking on most of the seats that are being vacated. Yeah, she can do three or four. She's going to run three easily. or four. Yeah, surely. easily. I mean, Surely. and he's vilified the New South Wales ICAC quite nicely. You know, it's kangaroo court, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. As yeah. you do, as you do. Hey, so tell us, you did you follow the Tudge story? So is oh, this, yeah. So oh. is this a wash up from the Four Corners um, thing ages ago or what's Suppose, going down Supposedly here? from that and accelerated, depending on which commentator you read, by the release of the Jenkins Review, which of course we'll be talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in, the, in the wake of that, Rochelle or Rachel, I assume it's Rochelle, Rochelle. the way it's spelt. Rochelle. Yeah, she went on to say basically. Rochelle it was, Miller. Yeah, it was it was originally a consensual relationship, but it got icky. Was his fault? Right? Well, it was. Uh, um, she was his media advisor. Yeah. And and as she said, there were you know long trips away, long hours, you know drinking, da da da, close working relationship. You know, incidents occurred. It. She originally called it a consensual. Um, said it was a consensual relationship, and it can be a consensual relationship. It does not mean it is an. It isn't an abusive relationship or yeah. a bad relationship, um, and so today she came out and said there was a you know there was a massive imbalance of power. She told this yeah. very powerful story. I thought of when they had they'd obviously been out somewhere together. She said they'd had a few drinks. She woke, got woken up at like three o'clock in the morning by one of the breakfast radio producers or something and saying, "Oh no, no, it was a newspaper person saying this is our front page story. Do you want to comment on it?" Oh. And they were in oh. the same bed. Okay, so and he, according to her, he literally kicked her out of the bed to not be there while trying to arrange this interview for like she's she said she's like half asleep and it's dark and she's trying to work out okay I've got to do this and also it's so he's telling her to get out of his fucking bed and get out of the fucking That's room she said that, she said that in the press conference she said, yeah. get the fuck out of my get bed get the fuck out of Jesus. my bed get the fuck out of my room don't let anybody see you and and all of this so this all came out um later this morning this morning mm. and then and then Morrison said okay well we'll have an inquiry into it because that's what you do. and touch, look, at, look at him almost learning. Almost learning. Very quickly almost learning. Yeah. Uh, touch, Is he getting out in front of a problem almost? He's trying, but it, mm. it, but it didn't work yeah. because she came back out again this afternoon with her lawyer's statement. And oh, just, I didn't see that. Yeah, and just basically said, no, my client stands by what they said and, and, and all that. And, and, and I this – is, this is a guy who's had to stand down from Cabinet. Um, he's the Education Minister. Wait, wait, what do you mean stand down? Well, he stepped back from... Why would you do that? It's just an allegation. I mean, from what I... I I didn't (laughs) think that's what you did. Yeah. Well, that's the new thing. And it's it's historical. I mean, it was... um, Before today. Before today. Yeah. 2017. So, exactly. So, it's basically when the Romans still had an empire. So, who who could know anything? I know. So, I think that was... So, Taj has had a stroke. Because that's what you I think that was very interesting because I... Fuck, I can't imagine standing up and telling that story... And holding it together. Um, the women, like, I, yeah. I, 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 today I heard Grace Tame, Brittany Higgins and Rochelle Miller all speak and I was just like, I, like, I, d- I do think. Sisters, um, I'm we, with we'll, you. we'll dive into the Jenkins report, uh, report in just a second. I, I do really think uh, 
Grace Tame, Brittany Higgins as well. Uh, they're not going to go lightly into this next election. Oh, I think they no. might be. They might be saying some things. So it's great, and to watch this, I, I agree with you as in in, in principle because I'm not in that position. But it would be very difficult to do. However, it's a lot easier to do today than it was a year or two ago, which is wonderful because of these people have gone. You know what? Fuck it. Oh, totally. Well, in, in, in some way, but you are putting yourself into a position where yep. you've got to c- consistently retell, yep. con- constantly and consistently retell something really terrible that happened to you mm. over and over again to a different audience all the time. And that is a big ask. That is a mm. fucking big and, ask. And mm. to, to make sure that there, there aren't uh, wobbles in your story. Because, That's what I mean, because, because, you know, you, yeah, exactly. You, you hear some arsehole journalist and, and, you know, you, this happens at three o'clock. Happened at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, the journalist and, didn't and do so, anything. No, no, no. What I'm saying, yeah. what I'm saying is uh, that we know that memory is never perfect, and so you could you could very much imagine your retelling might might wobble a tiny bit, and you oh, yeah. and you get vilified for this. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's and high look, pressure it, it, and horrible. It, I mean, just just to take the legal view, you know, she's made a strong allegation that that will be that will be checked out, which it should be. So there may be some wobbles, and I think that's. But well, I, I don't know. Look, I don't know though. if this is a legal I, thing. This is I don't, more of a, no. This is an this is an inquiry. Well, it's and, worse. And it's I worse because it's in the public eye. Whether well, it's legal it's, or not, it's, it's in the public eye. But it's also it, it's calling a lot of things in, in. And we need to talk about the Jenkins report to yeah, yeah. put that in context. But it's also that when you say and it should be checked out, of course. And yeah. I'm like, why? If a, if she went in and said my house had been broken into, yeah. Who the hell's going to go? Well, did it? Was it? Was your house really broken into? I don't know if your house was really broken into. I wasn't they there. would check on the character of the human. Oh, you look like well, a bit of a no, junkie. No, no, maybe. no. Look, look I'm do. just saying that, that, that <clears throat> there are different standards and different approaches to Certainly. when a woman stands up and says, yeah. I was in an abusive relationship or I was raped or something like, excuse me, listeners, uh, and then, then that is a very different situation. I have no argument. I'm, the, the, I'm saying the upside is it needs to be investigated and it is allegedly going to be investigated. Well, it's supposedly. better it, it's better than pretending it never happened, I suppose. Yeah, or, or what do you call it? Backdooring, back-channeling. What's the word? Oh, well, the back-channeling that happened with the Brittany Higgins where yeah, they yeah. back-channeled against her. No, no, no it was back-channeling against her partner. Yeah, and, and so if that starts happening to... Um, Rochelle. Rochelle now, that's going to be a very different scenario. Mm. And that's what I'm saying about the, the upside of these horrible stories coming out more and more is that... Less, it'll be more and more difficult to uh, brush them under the mat, to prosecute terrible behaviours against the people and their and their support crews. It will, yep. This will make it harder for the baddies to get in the way of the process. Well, the other thing that's quite interesting about um, the Rochelle Miller situation is that she was a media advisor, so she mm. had a relationship <coughs> with journalists. So yeah. they had an understanding of her character and how she mm. behaved professionally and how she, well, and how she behaved and what kind of person she was. So it's not like they have to learn that. They already knew that because she was yep. a media advisor for a cabinet minister. So there's a big chunk of question taken out of the whole scenario. Well, I, have a, I, have a, I won't, of course, name her. A seniorish buddy in who knew her in a previous advisor role, just knew her as a human being around the house and stuff, and she said she's just a bloody lovely human. Uh, no, she just, looked pretty bloody normal to me. No, she just said she's a really nice person. Like, she's just a, a – I shouldn't say good chick, but I know this person well. Like, like just – she struck her as a genuine human being who she thought was and they nice. And, look, both of them were in uh, marriages at the time. Um, <clears> I don't think – uh, Tudge certainly isn't. I don't know about her. Um, and they've, and, and, but I mean, God, imagine 
it's one thing to have a terrible, make a terrible mistake yeah. in, in, in your life or, you know, bad choices in your marriage. And, and But there's another thing to have it all over the Australian um, public and airwaves. And well, again, and worse. Twi- yeah. yeah, twice now. Because 2017 it happened or it was announced. Yeah. Or admit, no, that's when it happened. No, that's it when it happened. It was, it was admitted to more recently. More recently, yeah. Yeah, but it does go on for a long time. So it's so a double it, helping it, and the and second it, and helping you is don't, worse. You, yeah, but you, also it's it's a shit scenario. She, you're not going to put mm. your hand up and say this is a terrible thing happened to me and I'm going to relive it over and over again if it didn't. Totally. I, all right. I think you're so right. this all comes comes in light of uh, Kate Jenkins's uh, next second report uh, into. Uh, Parliament House culture. So this is the setting the standard um, review. Uh, so she did uh, interviews with seventeen hundred parliament parliament yeah. staff, mm. um, including one hundred and forty seven um, uh, former and current parliamentarians, finding that one in three, and it was actually two in three of the female parliamentarians staff had been sexually harassed. I don't even buy that number. No, look, I think it's the, the number. Uh, the, there is a friend. Uh, a friend of mine shared something with me saying that the the you know, there's a what do you call it? The plus or minus on yeah, 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 on, yeah, yeah. Like, on like on any sort of ratio or whatever. It's gonna be high. Of, co- of course, it's of gonna co- be of high. Of course, you know when you go two out of three female parliamentarians. Yeah, well, they had what, only eleven percent who've actually experienced it have reported it, according yeah. to that. Report. Yeah, eleven percent. And, and so they there was classified also it as se- that, that was sexual harassment, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was sexual harassment. So there's a bunch of other yeah. stuff. So the, you know, there's stories of walking with fake binders to ward off sexual advances, forced <laughs> tongue kisses from MPs, intense bullying from senior figures. These are all probably <laughs> things that were not to the level of reporting. Yeah. Uh, preferential treatment to male journalists, a suicide attempt, marriage breakdowns, all sorts of things. So New York Times. Describes um, after this report, the uh. Australian Parliament as a cloistered alcohol fuel environment where powerful men violated boundaries unchecked. Yeah, Which, correct. Great, greatest country in the world. We're really, we're really kicking goals there. But it, yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I've look. I've worked in Parliament House. I did not have that. I have worked in other organisations where the carrying the binders thing certainly resonates. <laughs> like the, yeah, yeah all, uh, all of that. Uh, all the, like, yeah, oh, thank God you've got um, kind of glass walls outside your office because now I can look in and see who's walking behind Maybe me. Maybe they should just do that all the way through. Just, just there glass you go. Everything. That's the glass everything. Glass everything in, in Parliament House. No, no, it would, well, no, it wouldn't work. Anyway, take, as as I'm not the first one to say this at all, take the booze out. No, take the booze out is actually one of the recommendations. Oh, absolutely. But uh, for fuck's sake, turning up on the floor of whichever house, pissed as a fart and rabbiting on, and people going, "Oh, that's that's a bit funny." No, it's not funny, and no, it's, it's also it's, it's not. It's ridiculous. At lunchtime, and also we, you know, we're I here. Work in, we're here in Canberra, institution where drinking is not complete exactly frowned upon we don't turn up to work meetings uh, classes no, no. fucking smashed no but but even then it's it's like the end of the day when there's yeah. when there's a seminar or some sort of social function on that there might be a glass of wine or something like that and we understand what that is we wouldn't turn up to do some major yeah, thing the, responsibility the members dining smashed. room the members dining room actually has very nice wine list, mm. um, which which would be just perfectly fine if you went there at the end of a sitting day or whatever. But of course you don't because it's eleven thirty one o'clock in the morning or whatever it is. So they go for lunches, and and they and people drink at lunchtime, and it's even at the trough, like you, the staff um, calf kind of place. 
you can you can get out al- you can get alcohol there too. It's it's but that in itself everywhere. Is you can get room service. You can get but having a beverage is different to your yeah, and that's getting carried away. Yeah, can you? What what would be the scenario where where that's can you bring you, me a couple of Manhattans you're, you, and a, You're and a, having um you you've got a, a, dignitaries, a, a in town. dignitaries in town. You may order catering. Ding-ling-ling. Do they have a little bell? Ding-ling-ling. <laughs> yeah, I have um, the uh, Irish foreign minister here. I'm going to need 19 Guinnesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that sort of thing. But like, not, look, there's a difference between it's like a, a glass of wine yeah. at lunchtime. But this was, but this. Yeah, but that's not even right. I mean, I grew yeah. up in the eighties. Like I, I started working the in in the eighties, and a glass of wine at lunchtime was nothing. But like, it's not been right since then. No, I've worked in environments even in the nineties and two thousands where people would have a glass of wine at lunchtime. I really do because it just makes me sleepy. And it's, oh, it's, fun. it's nap time afterwards. Yeah. There, there's no. Oh look, the three but a of glass us are of wine shit at day drinking. I was, I was the <laughs> glass of wine at lunchtime the... is not a fucking slaughterhouse where they're delivering daiquiris to your room. And then you go into Parliament and debate major policy. I always think of Rupert Murdoch on this, where there's a story about him um, working in uh, newspapers, obviously, in 60s and 70s, like The Sun and stuff like that in London and Times. Um, And he said, yeah, I was the only one that didn't drink. Yeah, he's he's smart. He's smart. And he's all of the other... And Okay, he's the owner as well. So, you know... Yeah, but it's also just fucking smart. But but, but he knows, he knows all those... Everyone else is getting smashed and he can can be that much more on the ball. Even whether whether his intellect is that much better, he's just that much more on the ball than them. Yeah, but it's also just what like um oh no, I can't even talk about it. Who was it? But but this goes also back to um a uh, liberal member who um who tapped out uh when uh, Morrison became prime minister um just after and he asked her not not to. I'm not going to remember her name. Julia for a Banks. That's oh, it, Julia that's Banks. It. Yeah, she, goes, she's goes, always said. Yes, exactly, but it also goes back to her comparison of parliament house with corporate culture. Mm. And yeah. and you know uh, we work in academic culture, which, which is one thing, and and corporate culture is a different thing. But her saying the level of bullying and the level of harassment that is up here, you would just not see in a, in no. a modern modern normal Australian corporation. You anymore. never have anyone talk to you the same. I, no, a corporation would be destroyed. Like if you did that, that place would fall apart because people. Isn't it fucking disgusting though? There. Isn't it disgusting that all yeah. of the rest of us in Australia and I yeah. and of course there are some some people who work in in shitty workplaces, don't doubt it. But all of the rest of us are working in workplaces where at least they should be held to higher standards. You know, you yes. know if if they are shitty, then they should be getting better and and head office should be fixing it or they should be, you know, brought but before just, different just, so, But just, just just your peers just turn around and go, "Hang on, stop being such, stop a, being dickhead. such a dickhead." Yeah, don't yeah. be a dickhead. I mean, that didn't work when you were 15. You on the whole, even 15-year-old boys kind of get mate, You know what? On, you know what? Yeah. I kind of I get I get no. There, there's partisan difference here. Like I think sure. that oh, you know the Greens versus Labor versus Liberals versus the National Party, they all have different approaches to you know what they're allowed to do and what they think <coughs> they should be allowed to do. I'm not I'm not judging that at this moment, but I can't imagine John Howard um, under his government tolerating no, the sorts of things you see in Barnaby Joyce. Like if you if you see oh, Barnaby Joyce, no. multiple stories of him turning up pissed as a fart. Um, to Parliament, having, having can you can you imagine? And I get John Howard is is the Liberal Party versus the National Party, but he would he would not have tolerated that. No, shit. but I you agree don't. Not, um, okay, uh, Fisher. Um, his name Tim Fisher. Tim Fisher. Brendan, um, head of the Gary National Fisher. Party, yeah. was a lovely guy. Yeah. yeah, but also like that's the National Party. No, I, and the National Party has changed. Barnaby Joyce and, is and a very different person. The really? kind of difference. And, and and Scott Morrison doesn't control the National Party. I get that. Yeah, I yeah. get that. But I just think uh, the 
would John Howard have tolerated the sorts of standards well, that... I, I think in no way. Even even to be politically expedient, he would have said, no, no it's just not on. Well, but, it just goes a dumb thing to do. But, but you were just raising then that the Greens and Labor and Libs might have different standards and things. So there was a big call out. I, I, and I'm not saying they do or don't. All I'm saying no, is no, no. they have different cultures maybe. There might be different cultures. Yep. So there was a call out in the last couple of days of Senator Linda Thorpe, who's a Green, yep. mm. who yelled out something to a Lib Senator, Holly Hughes, and she was pulled up by um, Larissa Waters, who's like okay. leader of the Greens, and sort of said, no, you don't say that. Because Linda Thorpe yelled out to um, Holly Hughes, at least I keep my legs shut. Yeah. yeah and okay. I'm just like, under what, what kind of... Fucking argument are you having or debate are you having in Parliament where that is your go-to line? Yeah. So, so, so uh, okay. She had a comeback where she said something like, uh, I just caught this this afternoon, you couldn't see what I saw for where I'm sitting or words to that effect as if the the implication that I took was she was she was trying to suggest afterwards, she did apologise later, that she could see up um, her oh, dress okay. or something. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but uh, I mean. She didn't like, do well. Like, no. No, Shouldn't none of well. that's good. But I like the fact that Larissa Waters yeah. jumped on her straight away mm. and did mm. something like on the spot. She had to go back the, in and apologise. Right and that has to be the yep. person. The it's person that has to call it out has to be the person in the party, has to be a peer in the party or a leader in the party and this that is does the thing. it. But also, what the fuck is wrong with you, sister? Like, we're in enough shit and you go and say yeah. something like that. Now, I don't care whether you could see up someone's skirt or whatever. Um no, that's, that is that's not, not, that's that not is, a defence. That is, that is not what – if you want to be taken seriously in intellectual debate, it's the same as the guys that were yelling um, – you know, doing dog calls and things when Jackie Lambie was speaking. You heard his excuse, oh, the mask muffles my voice. Oh, fuck me, Dan. Why make an excuse? Like, Say you're a fucking dick and I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's also – Sorry, I was drunk. Yeah, but it's also – No, don't be drunk. Just, just <laughs> say – my brain went wrong. I, but but, but yeah. it's also, if that is what's coming straight off the top of your brain, you are not concentrating on the topic at hand. That is not your intent of, of – your intent is in, is completely at odds with what you are actually sitting there for. Because not every – As far as we're concerned. Yeah. Is there is – there, can, I, can I jump Sorry, on this topic? Sorry, pants. No, right? can I jump on this topic to really? future? Is there, is, there, is there a chance to reform some of these things? Yes, there is, because the new Senate president is called Slade Brockman. Get the fuck out of here. Whoa. Slade Brockman. Like that, that is, is that is an 80s superhero name, if ever I've heard one. Like no, Reed that, Fleming, the world's toughest milkman. No, Slade Brockman. Slade Brockman. Is, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a, he's a front man for a um it's 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 what sort of it's not it's punk of You're some sort. You're thinking of the band that used to be called Slade. No, I know, but I'm saying Slade Brockman would be a great name for a it, it's a great oh, band. You name. remember me. You may remember oh. me from <laughs> But oh yeah, yeah, Troy. What was it? Trent Troy, it was Trent Troy, Brockman. Troy McClure. But like that, to be called Slade Brockman, of course he can fix it. Well, I don't know anything else about what, it. What I, no, what I want to know is, does this issue carry into the election? Yes, a bit. Yes. Yes, a bit. I mean, it's, it doesn't have the fire that it did um, in no, March this year. No, nothing to say that it can't fire up again. No, exactly. No, exactly. This. And like yeah. you said, Brittany Higgins and Grace Tame ain't going away after Australia Day. So, so it will be an element of the election. And then Christian Porter would have made it a lot more of the election. I think Christian Porter tapping it out. Clearly, other people in the Liberal Party have said, "Look, buddy, seriously, dude, seriously, you, are, you dude, are making it. Off. You are making it so much harder for all of us." Um, and then, and then beyond the election, whatever party wins, is there a chance to maybe reform some of these cultures to be a bit better? I wonder about this because the 
the thing that I keep coming back to, and I'm, maybe this is naive ignorance from a middle-aged, white, heteronormative, highly educated, blah, blah. How the fuck are so many people such dickheads? <laughs> like, I don't understand. I've never it's been like in an environment. just arrived. But, you know, I've never been in an environment. I went to an all-boys school in the 80s, and we were wankers, and we were not even a tenth of the idiocy that's going on here. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I worked in advertising in the 80s. But you know what I mean? Like, how, how in the fuck has it come to the oh, point where the all the, these people are so confused and so idiotic about their world that we're even talking – the level of culture change they're talking about is like lobotomizing people and changing pieces of their brains. I, I, I'm genuinely perplexed. I am perplexed. Like, like there was stuff that came out of the Jenkins report. There some of the recommendations, and they basically like, like they're just one or the, the, the one. That no, the, first, the, the one that just came out on Tuesday. So mm. there were like twenty eight recommendations, and they basically boiled down to like five um, groups. But one of those is um, the the the, the um, systems and support for performance, okay? And right. one of those was that there is a centralised HR for people who work in that environment. Yeah. And you go, you, you know, as an average punter, you'd go, what, there wasn't? Yeah. Yeah. You but, know. But yeah. You, you can see the part, the political parties going, we've got the right to hire and fire our own no, people. No, no, that, that is perfectly fine. You can have that. But you're but, beyond parties here. This is beyond but, the party. But it's beyond yeah. parties. There is a whole different section of the public service and another act that sits over the top of it. Mm. So you've got that, and then you've got the uh, uh, you've got the MOPS Act, you've got the APS happening, you've got, um, yeah, all, all of those things not fitting. And the other thing that they were talking about bringing in was the standards of reporting and accountability and saying that there should be an independent parliamentary standards commission. Now, I see that as totally replacing the old John Howard um, ministerial standards thing, where there, yeah. someone actually fleshes it out so you don't get the thing of, oh, we didn't break any rules, but therefore it's okay. Therefore it's yeah, okay. That, no. no, the rules were shit to start off with, and so I hope that that comes in. Um, I I think that is the one that. Yeah, I just can't see that actually happening. No, I think it's going to be fine. Like I was. Um, <laughs> nice. a, hat, a, hat, a hat tip to Amber Schultz here at Crikey. So she pointed out a few responses that Morrison could have made to the report. And there were many, but I'm just going to note a couple here. So, one, he, he could have waited until after Jenkins spoke to launch his own press conference. Oh, fuck. He, yeah, exactly. He could have given journalists more than 15 minutes to go through the 456-page report before speaking. Yeah. Oh, but if he waited 16 minutes, he'd be in trouble the for The summary was long. 30 pages. You could get the, you could get but, the gist in but 10 But still, apparently, though, they were standing out in the sun, their phones were cooking, blah, blah, blah. And Morrison, yeah, yeah, Morrison made it about him, but also he made it – this is the quote. Made it about him? <sighs> Well, but even better, he made it, given what we've just been talking about here okay. and how the fuck are they so bad. Okay. Well, you've already made this workplace safer than indeed when Brittany was working here because she hasn't got a surname. These sort of cultures don't appear in a short period of time. They're also an issue in all workplaces. They oh, all have no, to deal with it. Oh, they're not, you fucking tool. And also, you know what I love about Grace Day? I love many things. But one is that she constantly refers to him as Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She calls him Scott. Which everyone call, should. Which and, uh, it depends, depends. It's everyone. Just, no, there's different choices. Like, there's different choices, but when she calls him Scott, yeah. it is making a statement. It mm. is, you do not have a surname, you do not have a position, you do not have a role. Yeah, yeah it's a little and Scotty. that's what she's doing, and I love it when she does it. So, yeah, no, it's, but we can understand it's an issue that all, all workplaces have to deal with. No, and, they don't. And as we were saying, no. I no. don't. No, there was a lot of wanking I mean, on the desk did. in um, some other companies I saw. Oh, I, I, our, own, our own university. I mean, that, no, that was endemic. No, no, no. no, no stop, <laughs> stop. 
in the sixties. A, ver- a veritable <laughs> plague of it all. Oh my god! We used to point out the people who weren't wanking on their desk. <laughs> I mean, those were the days. No, I just. I, no. Can we just go back to that yes. just for a second? Like, yeah. where where does a culture get to where you go? That's a thing Th- yeah, that like, I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Look, I don't get it. Watch and this. And when and this media advisor turns to me, watch this, Keith. I'm going to pash her. Ha ha ha! That was hilarious. And I'm going like, to boast about it. Yeah. How the fuck? Yeah, this is what we get in Australia. This we get the government. Well, this is the government we've got, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this apparently we get the government we deserve, which is I what just, Bob Hawke said. And, and that's I sometimes not fair. and I sometimes no, we always do. Yeah, everyone gets the government. I, I sometimes think it's the case. What it the, means, what it means, is we all have to step up. We, we all we, have to step up, but and, and we do see it more now of of people calling. You know, you, you do see guys lean over to mates and say, "Hang on, that's not on," you know, or whatever, or. Yeah, people look out for each other and go, no, that's going too far. Or but it's kind of, it's a very. Actually, I just thought of this. It's a very Christian or religious believing attitude where, unless there are rules or a big man in the sky getting angry with you, they will often assert that everyone will act like freaks and animals unless there's the fear of punishment. And my response has always been, I, I don't act like a freak or an animal because I'm scared I'm going to be punished in the afterlife. I do it because I don't want to be a dick. Dick, now, yeah. This is not a dissimilar argument. And is it a coincidence that it's getting infiltrated by high levels of uh, insane Christianity? I think not. Man, I think that, look, I do think there's a oh, we need We need rules to stop us. It's like, you shouldn't. Yeah, it's you like, shouldn't. yeah, exactly. It's, it, the assumption is that people will behave appallingly unless, yeah, unless you tell them Yeah, brought not, into line. And, and that the fact that that seems to be normalised, that, oh, well, if we don't have harsh rules, people act like animals, I don't, I, I don't stand by that. So I don't the, agree first, with it. the first of the five um, uh, groupings of the recommendations Aren't for they the tranches? Report, I think they should be tranches. Tranches, tranches I, I, is I, nice. Well, I nearly used tranches and then yes. I thought it's, it's, and they must it's, be it's such a me word to use. They must be implemented word. amongst it's, the perfect cadre. I have to say it's a, it might be a Canberra word. It I think, I think there is no word, city in Australia that uses tranches nearly so much so as much we do. So much as we do, yeah. So I, I'm going look, with a cadre of tranches then. Okay, do it. So the first tranche was about leadership. So everything goes back to leadership, Doesn't and it, it is, it is, and it is. That's just the whole goddamn thing, and it's also um, the same way as you can't be what you can't see. What you oh, see nice. getting away f- with is just is is carte blanche. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. yep. I did get that the right way around. Yeah, no, that's you did. You did, you did. <laughs> I love a carte blanche, but a little bit of ice cream and some cream on the side. It's delicious. But you said that we couldn't have banana splits earlier, so no. Anyway, it's so it's not Friday. Um, so leadership. Uh, the second one was diversity, equity, <laughs> equality, and inclusion. And I'm just like, you have to write that down these days. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, uh, systems to perform, uh, support performance, which is that centralized HR thing. Yep. The standards thing, which is the commission, and then and the last one. The, the, well, sorry, it wasn't the last one. The fifth one. You're going to make um, a deal? Is, no, because we've already talked about it, is no. safety and well-being, and that was about having policies around alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, get out of town, my giddy aunt. Like, that is... What do you reckon, What do you reckon? like, pick pick someone, one of those modern European parliaments. I'm thinking like Norway or something like that. Do I've you, only watched Borgen, so... That's Al- what I'm thinking. Albania. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm picking, <laughs> I'm picking a modern super... super oh, that's all I'm going to say. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Denmark think, then. Yeah, they've got some sort of super progressive, but, you know, I'm sure they can handle their beer. Like, it's all... 
But it's like Japan having vending machines with beer. It's not the Japanese getting slaughtered and staggering around the streets because it's they go, oh, it's there. That doesn't mean we need to who, drink who, it. Who who really wants a beer out of a vending machine? I've like had beers out of vending machines. No, I've had one too because I'm a tourist. Because <laughs> I'm a tourist. No, what I'm saying is what I, in your, in your not, normal not day-to-day work. Not walking around, are they? Not walking maybe, around. Maybe when it's end of the day and you've caught the train home and you're like, Fuck, I can't get to the pub in no, time. No, no. So my wife was going into a long beauty therapy treatment at a hotel in and a snow like, town. And you're like, vending machine time. Yeah, and I'm sitting in their little waiting room going, well, this is going to be two hours. I'm reading a book. I'm learning some Japanese. Fuck yeah, giant cans of Asahi in a vending machine. Under, I'll have a beer. Under the vending machine, just sort of hitting the button and it falls the, in yeah, your lap. Getting my arms stuck. But like, I, know, I had I, a beer I, I'm just, I just know that Craig's thinking, oh God, I wish there was a beer vending machine in Macy's that day. She went mad. <laughs> I, I, I spent four hours in Macy's. So if you did it in America or you did it in Australia, yes, people would be wasn't, freaking yeah. morons. Absolute morons. But you don't, just because it's there doesn't mean you have to have it. That's called what? EQ? What? And I don't mean old school. Are you saying? Are you saying beer. maybe as a parallel here that just because the because beer and and the alcohol should. can be brought in Parliament, that maybe we shouldn't do that, or they shouldn't? Well, I think you're putting words into my mouth. Oh I mean, you know, like I feel, it's, I feel it's misrepresented. The, it's the association with you. You have a position, and that has some privilege that is attached to it, and a lot of. Um, Ornaments that are attached to it, like the car and the whatever. And else. I stopped the boat trophies. Yeah, no, I stopped the boat trophies yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I think it is our culture that goes, and therefore we will have some very good wine Look, to go I, with that. I don't doubt there's and, a chunk and I of think sure. It's, it's, I don't doubt, like to to, to give them a tiny bit Australian of Australian culture. Yeah, and and Absolutely. they are they are very stressed and very busy. I assume, and so I don't doubt that. Oh, the hours are ridiculous. Fast fast ways to relax, like having a beer. There will be a lot of times where you go, oh, that'll that'll be easy and nice, yeah. and it'll help them to work with whatever person that they're trying. To. So I don't sure. doubt there are a lot of actually simple structural reasons why that it works. But then there are temptations and pressures, of course. There's no question. Nonetheless. Nonetheless, no. These are not the only stressful jobs in the country. What? These are not the only jobs that have high responsibilities and lives at stake that's in it, but, the country. But this is it's the responsibility thing that I come down to. Yeah. It's, it's exactly. like you fuckers are deciding on our lives and you're fucking drunk. But like, it's also... Like, get drunk after. Yeah. But do they think that that's what they're there for? Because so much of, of, of careers these days are now... Just getting the position. Yeah, get the it's job, don't do get, the job. Get the yep. job and they don't understand what the responsibilities of the job are and they don't understand the weight that it holds and that they're representatives and all that kind of stuff. It's like go up through the ranks and get the job. And and it's, they're like the dog that caught the car. They don't know what the, the dog f- that caught the car. fuck to do with it and they get pissed. What, and what does that mean? I don't know what you're talking about. It's just... Numpty shit. No, assholes. All right, you lot. Um, we've spent like a lot on this topic because we should. Because we should. But let's. Um, you want me to. S- let's. Are What's we, happening now? Are we going to war with China? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. China. Effort. <laughs> so, Dutz. Good old Dutz. Dutz goes. Who to didn't speech. have a crack today? And I'm very fucking disappointed. Of course he didn't. Dutz is not stupid. Well, he's. St- he is stupid. He, in terms of being cunning. Sit back, watch other people. Let your enemies fight first. Oh, he is 100% Sun Tzu. Oh, rat king. Yeah. He, he's yeah. like, Queen, yeah. the Queensland police, shockingly, high readers of Sun Tzu. Like in the, and nothing else. And nothing, and nothing, else. nothing else. To be fair, the picture book version. But it certainly wasn't the Fitzgerald. Yeah, book yeah, and 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 you know they're reading it while they're in a strip club and they're taking yeah, bribes. So yeah. you know it's it's not yeah. exactly. Deep but this this Sanzu guy's onto something. <laughs> so he uh, gave a speech to the National Press Club this week. 
I think it was this week. No, it was last Friday. Last Friday. That's this week for us. That's a oh, pa- it was that that's, week. That's oh, a sausage week. week. Yeah, Sorry, sausage, sausage week. week. Yeah. Our sausage week, the news starts on Friday or Thursday nights, really. Usually after we stop recording. Yeah. Yeah, quite regularly. So, yeah, he was referring to China's ambitions in Taiwan. These are my favourites. So, the Chinese government could not be any clearer, not always with their words, but certainly with their actions, um, about their ambitions towards Taiwan. This is a Dutton quote. He also said, both the Prime Minister and I have spoken about how the times in which we live have echoes of the 1930s. Oh, shut up. Oh, get fucked. Shut up. The world would be foolish to repeat the mistakes of the 1930s. I agree with the second part of that. Yeah, well, that's true. That's hard to argue with. The also, first part, go fist yourself. Like, seriously, dude, <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, no, if we are looking for echoes of the 1930s, there was some shit going on in another country that might be an ally of ours just recently yeah. that might have some of those echoes. New Zealand? Oh, really? Uh, not New Zealand. No. Not New Zealand. Norway. Norway. No, no. Pick another country. Doesn't start with N. Uh, Oh, that's, sorry, Zambivia. (laughs) Yes, it's that one. It's that one. It's that country. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he he actually said this. This is my favourite sentence. Every major city in Australia, including Hobart, is within range of China's missiles. Yeah, fuck you, Hobart. Well, no, we're just asserting that Hobart's a major city. Like it's just which is on the record here. Which on is the, the most record. inclusive thing he said in a long time. I know, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, just like every, a city. Every, yeah. every major city and adorable. also the minor ones, including Hobart. So we're laughing and we live in Canberra. Mm. But Are we going to get shit bombed out of us? So as um, hey, we, we but we also live around the naval tracking station that that is bomb target number two. No, that's yeah, that's captain's also, flat, right? We are broadcasting from a bunker. Yeah, well, obviously, impenetrable to it, all sorts all of Chinese sorts of nukes. Except yeah. for being above ground and glass windows that look straight out. Shh, don't tell the listener that. They think we're in an actual we're bunker. We're in an actual bunker. They could find us with that information. So he's basically invoking Cold War and pre-World War II rhetoric, which is a load of pants. What I liked most, there's a whole bunch of other crap, but um, apparently earlier this month the Pentagon published a report entitled the Pentagon. Sorry. No, I like the Pentagon. The it's, it's, it's like a flower version it's like of it. like a petal. It. Yeah, they're, they're nice. The sensitive are gone. The report was called Military and Security Developments Involving the People's Republic of China, colon, yeah. a report to Congress. Well, so... Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, okay. So it, it, it downplayed the prospect of China invading Taiwan, and the things that I think are important here, and Will, you'll appreciate this, you know, like me, you were a, a vital cog in the military machine for a while. Indeed, know. indeed. Soldiers we were... Ish. Ish, 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 ish. So one of the quotes, large-scale amphibious invasion is one of the most complicated and difficult military operations requiring air and material superiority, the rapid build-up and sustainment of supplies onshore and uninterrupted support. Basically, it's fucked up and hard to, you know, get in there yeah, and No, no, but this is old war shit. Yeah, but this is what they're doing because they want to win an election and they need an enemy for yeah. Morrison to go, well, what about those fucks? China, China... China plays the long game. They can sit yeah, around for a also, long time. It's and also the mistake that every all China player s- makes is fighting the last war. Yeah. Uh, all China, all yeah, like, yeah, China's going to sit around for, for forever and yeah. just make sure that Taiwan yeah. never takes a step further towards independence. And then one day they will strike their opportunity. Hey, hey speaking of invasions, yeah. have, you, have you guys been following the other one that's building up at the moment? On um, Apple TV? Yeah, it's awesome. No, not that one. <laughs> no, but no, it's not, not not normally our patch, but um, our friend uh, Senor Putin. Um, oh, is he really? Know, they're, they're amassing uh, amassing troops on the Ukrainian border. And I love, I love, Again. this is I, this is what I love amassing. so much. It's, it's like, 
is are we not invading Ukraine? We have no plans to invade Ukraine. And it's like, that's what you say when, when you're, you're about, about to invade, invade Ukraine. Ukraine. What are you talking about? Have you heard me sing Blueberry Hills? <laughs> I can do it again for you if you haven't listened to that. Look it up on YouTube. Putin sings Blueberry Hills. Have you not seen that? On a horse? Slim sinking. Oh, no. No, he literally gets up. He's and on a stage sings, singing Blueberry singing. Hills. I found my thrills on thrills. Blueberry Hills. <laughs> In front of a band. He literally does it. Look it up. Also, I found... I have a very close friend who says that um, us, basically, pretty close to, um, Peter Dutton's uh, last Horcrux is actually in Taiwan and that's why he's pretending yeah. so much. Well, Taiwan did jump out and say thank you, Peter Dutton, for, yeah. for your so interventions that's, here. that's his whole theory on, on the... It's, it's just, look, I mean, I know, I know we were talking about this with a, 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 a co-shared PhD student this day last week. What a technical term. I know, yeah. co-shared. We, Could have just been someone. Co-shared yeah. PhD student, if you're listening, <laughs> hey dude, you know who you are. He's listening, isn't he? It was a girl, better, but anyway, go on. No, it was a dude. No, no, no. Anyway, three of us co-shared. Anyway, the whole rattling the cage and the sabers for war with China, and whenever I hear it come up lately, with our boys trying to do it to try and be big boys to get elected, there's a part of me where you know the nuts shrink into the body, and you go, "Oh my god, I'm terrified." But then the rest of me goes, "Hang on a minute, this has happened over and over again." What? People have been waving and shouting and posturing and banging their little tiny chests like Duttons. And we haven't gone to war with them yet. We're not going to. Of course to. we're not going to go of to war with not, them because we're going to get killed. But also, as you brought up last week, William, there's no point to it. If it you want, wise. Yeah, if you want stuff from us, you don't remember because you've got the headphones. No, whatever. It's wi- it was wise. It was I, wise. Very wise. I, I said like it. I know it was, it was wise. wise. It was great. But as you brought, like, it's much easier to let us do the mining and do the things and get on with it and yeah, sell it to them that's much easier and this is, i mean this is this is than the invading. but the number one lesson of the the post world war 2 environment was you can get everything you know hitler is like hitler and the the japanese army were like capture it build an empire you own it you control it you get all of the oil you get all yeah. of the juice you get all of the farmland all that kind of stuff and then not long later everyone realized Hang on. That means we've got to run it. You you gotta run it. Run you gotta you gotta, you gotta get troops it. out You've there. Gotta you gotta have people do it. Whereas if You've got you a group j- who don't want you there, which doesn't help. It, that's hard too. Yeah. And and you just say Terrible. I'll buy your shit and oh yeah. my god, it's way it fucking works. easier. It's so much fucking easier. And also, has anyone ever played Risk? I mean, seriously, people. No, no one's ever played Risk. <laughs> No, well, that's what, that's literally what Hitler said when he was in the bunker with him and Eva Braun. He was just risk. why didn't I play Risk? <laughs> Also, I started in Australia once and I still lost. I was shit at it. I was just shit at it. Also, that game goes for far too long. But the problem, so back to the politics of it all, there are enough people out there who are far less, who have much better things to do with their time than read this shit. That's why they listen to podcasts. But we, if it made me ever nervous and it made you guys at all nervous when we hear this rhetoric and beating the drums. Uh, It makes me beyond. So think about people who are not paying attention other than what? There's a danger of going to war yeah. with China. Well, Dutton will protect look, look, us. Look, just to, just to slow down for a second, that um, there are there are more and more flashpoints around in the in the sure. South China Sea. Yeah. Um, and China is is certainly building up more and more capacity. Like it's done a bunch of sure. things in terms of increasing its naval size and increasing literally the number of nukes that it has. Like yeah. like going from don't quote me on the, the numbers. I thought it was like two hundred to a thousand. Like it's it's that sort of jump heading towards orders of magnitude. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. it could have been it could have been. 2,000 to 10,000. I, I don't yep. know. No, there's not, but I know that there was a big jump in the number of nukes that they've got. So China's capacity to fight and uh, fight wars 
into the future is getting closer to the, the US capacity. Yep. Now, China's yep. desire to fight a war is a very And that's the magic. Yeah, capacity is not the same as use yeah. unless it's our coal and I think there's stuff like the Spratly Islands. They're, they're tiny little islands in the South China Sea. Supposedly there's some oil under there. Spratly Islands? Yeah, really? Like, like if this there's is, oil there. This is, this is undergrad international relations. It's like topic number three is the Spratly Islands. Oh, More cool. than I did. No, more than I'm I did. happy. And, Tell um, me more. And so... Yeah. so uh, barely inhabited. China's been gradually putting bases and shit on them, or or, yeah. or, or, or occupying them. But they're they're oh, they're like disputed in the sense that Vietnam claim them, China claim them, uh, possibly the Philippines as well. Possibly, possibly Everyone Taiwan. Everyone's like oh, they're ours. But uh, those kind of things, no one is dying in a ditch for. Like like if if China really goes, I'm I'm taking those things. Then Vietnam will be like oh, all right. And no worries, Yep. Taiwan's a different issue, but I don't think China will will be looking at this going. I, I we actually want to go to this kind of war. I don't it's think just, so either. It just the the rhetoric of it in order to whip up votes because of the classic strategy. I hate that. All right, yeah, um, classic all strategy. Right. You know, because because we're on a clock here. Um, oh, because you're driving. Yeah, because yeah. I'm driving. Because because uh, uh, federal ICAC, we've got that now. Uh, yep, no, it's all in place. No, cool. no, be fine. No, I only yep. introduced yesterday, and then they sat for. Can a I can I just check what's the acronym going to be? Is it going to be FedCAC? FICAC. FICAC. Federal. It doesn't come out as feces. I'm going to be really FUCAC. disappointed. FICAC, yeah, yeah. FICAC. Yeah, do that. Um, so I introduced it yesterday. It is – and then they spent – and everyone knows so, – so today was the last sitting day of Parliament for the year. So everyone knows that – And pretty much for next year too it sounds like. It, but yes, that's yeah. what I was about to say is yeah. that, that, it, that after question time they start to go into the um, – they hibernate. They're like bears. They go into, go into their caves. Sort of say, I'm not speaking. But pretty much. Well, they go. No, they're the gin sellers and they're human. And then they, um, and then everyone stands up and wishes everyone a merry Christmas. And it's so. Oh, Do they sing? Oh, we wish us a merry Christmas. There is Christmas. a choir. <laughs> we wish us a merry Christmas. There is Christmas. a choir. There is a choir. Who's in it? Um, it's a There's media. A choir thingy. That nope. like it's yeah. Nope. It's nope. all wrong. Nope. It's all wrong. I won't have it. I don't like those kinds of things. No, no I just want to say that no. Although that, I like choirs, that's very lovely. No, choirs are different. I mean, the, yeah, the, the whole Vienna. blurring, of the blur. You know, let's talk blurred lines. Ooh. Anyway, Ooh. so that's a uh, silver chair song, isn't it? <laughs> I fuck think you. So. That was white lines. And <laughs> no, <to be> <laughs> no need to be racist. Um, just, so it's not going to happen. A little really shout out. Little shout out. We've we've lost. The, I'm jumping in here. A little shout out to the shovel for their amazing. Uh, oh, what fri- they do? Uh, no, it was the the um, Black Friday sales. <laughs> <laughs> their amazing headline from Pauline. All, Hansen. <laughs> all Friday. All Fridays matter. All Friday matter. sales matter. <laughs> Excellent. So um, back back to your racism of white lines. Yeah. So, so uh, the, the the integrity commission won't happen. It's like three hundred million pages of. of it's bill. almost like it's complicated legislation. Oh my god! And, and you've got to have a competent government that sort of wants to drive this but through. But also, you've got to have a legislative quickly. agenda. Yeah. And and there's that they, they brought in the the religious discrimination bill, which we haven't spoken about. Which God knows who that is actually going. Anything we did last week a bit though. Well, I know, but it's also that whole thing. If it says religious discrimination, it's the opposite to that. Yep. Like it's it's yep. like it's the opposite's name. Um, they are going to the Senate is going to sit for th- three days in February, mm. which is the mm. only time that they could possibly um, consider the Integrity Commission. That's all you need. But then they'll sit for another three days, which are dedicated to looking at the budget. Yep, and then they'll have an election. And then well, there's nothing. 
till like the autumn sitting or whatever. So there's like 10 and so that's just the Senate and so the House will sit a few more days but there's like 10 days that they're going to sit between now and well after the next freaking budget. If we go back to, if we, you know, there was a couple of episodes ago we spoke about, I think it was Bernard Keane's article talking about the, the vision that Scott Morrison wants to articulate in Australia. <laughs> but, but I think one element of that that you would want to, you could compare with recently, Kevin Rudd, if he had, if he had whatever it is, he knew that he had to have an election in a hundred days. Yeah. There's no way he's relaxing and going. We're well, not, the, we're, if he had a hundred days, there'd be two hundred sitting days. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, he'd just be going. We're extending sitting hours. We're just going to cram everything. These, yep. these guys have not had. So, so, so what? Hap, what happens with the the parliament is that they put out a, a spring and an autumn kind of legislative agenda of these are the things that we are, we want to get through. Do in they this do flavours like like autumn is more truffly? And spring it's is Neapolitan. Like a, it's summer is your summer fruits. Like you get you get your nectar, berries, nectar fresh like berries. And there's a yeah. little smidge of pomegranate in. Nice, nice. That's so there's that, that you have kind of an agenda that you want to get through, and and you set up. This is what we want to achieve. We haven't had that in this no. parliament. We know this the Australian parliament. The word achieve for the last I would go eleven years. Yeah, like it's just been shit. Yeah, it's just. Terrible. There aren't any bills that aren't but, massively but, but, partisan. Which is a non-partisan. Just remember, opinion. Siege, that um, that there's not very much happening in the world that we need to deal with. So true. It's true. So just chillax. Right. That. Chillax. Okay. Right. okay. Take um, let's go for a couple more little jobbies. I got. Um, here's here's one that pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> so there's this thing called the there's this thing. I love it. Finally, something else has. Yep. Go on. It's this thing called the Under Two Coalition. What does that mean? It does sound like it's a, it's a it's the like, under two coalition. like two year olds are forming two-year-olds a government. And look, I don't have a problem with that, but the shit smearing would be awful. But you know that there'd be an episode of Bluey, like they form. They, oh yeah, they like did. They, they form a government yeah, or something. Yeah, like that. they yeah. build a tent. They you mean it. Lucky Grill's police character from no, the seventies? No, no, no. Different Bluey. Different. Bluey. Uh, yeah, no. Get with the times, man. I am. Man. Even uh, I've moved on. No, so so it's a it's a coalition of non uh, non national governments, so uh, sub national governments yeah. around the world joining forces to to uh, keep keep the under two is climate change under two degrees. So oh, it's, so this it's, is like it's state governments, state governments, governments and local governments joining okay, joining up. And okay. so there was a bunch of Australian states but and, and local territories. Local governments have always been shit better at this. They have, they have absolutely. And this is this is a place where they can actually do a lot of good things. Mm. Um, and so DFAT vetoed. Um, what the well, got that. snapping? So, so Victoria and Queensland were particularly uh, kicked. I mean, they're all kicked out of mm. this. But no, hang um, on, DFAT can't veto. No, we can't. No, we can't. Remember the remember there was the no. So the Andrews government. Uh, so this was last year. There was the new legislation. It was the, the foreign Belt and foreign powers thing. thing. So yeah. so Victoria made a deal in the be- in the Chinese Belt and Roads thing, and also this applies to all other non non. Uh, state organisations, so universities can't sign up to this as well. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it meant that the Victorian government couldn't sign up to the Chinese Belt and Road thing. And look, in in some senses, there is there is good reason that How- that the federal government makes foreign policy, and that's part of the constitution all the way back. Okay, so you're talking sure. you're talking about an actual like the the minister for foreign affairs and trade. Yeah, yeah, doing that. So yeah. it's not like DFAT well, as yeah, in you know. a government. But no, yeah, no, yeah. it's a big difference. Yes, okay, okay, yes. But under under that legislation, that it's a foreign, foreign powers thing that they're they're vetoing the right for uh, local and state governments to, to act to on climate 
and 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 it's not like they're they're joining with other countries. They they are negotiating with other subnational government, and and it's not even negotiating. It's tr- it's just it's saying just, just, how can we share knowledge? And it's just buddying. Really it's fucked. It's buddying up. This is this is a comment from uh, Queensland Environment Minister, I believe. I, I, this could be from someone else, but I, uh, clearly the Morrison government aren't content with their own failures on climate change. They're now trying to stop the states from taking action. Oh it's just. Uh, but also, I. Um, if you recall last week, and when I had my everyman comments of things like that, they just sort of went. Um, no one remembers that. Not all man. <laughs> everyman kind of comments, which was I never knew state premiers actually could do stuff until mm. Mm. COVID came around, and then I found out all all the things they could do, and thank God they're doing it because the federal government's not doing any of it. Oh God! And and that's pretty much where we're at, I think. Uh, all right. So what else we got? Corey Bernardi. Oh fuck me! This made me so happy. I saw it today. So it was in the AFR. Financial review. The headline: Liberal senator who replaced Corey Minardi is a climate radical. Oh, in what direction? In the good way. Oh, yeah. so, so this is a so it, they're not replacing. So there's well, someone it, who's running for the who's in third spot. Yeah, he's in, in the place. That, yeah, he's in the place Bernardi was. No, he's running for the place. That, but no, it said he replaced him okay, in February 2020. Okay, but Bernardi's Andrew not McLaughlin. In the is he? No, no. So. Bernardi's old seat or whatever he calls it. What so is Bernardi doing these days? Well, Sky News. When I uh, knew him, the Bernardi he was position. The it's in called the pub that I used to go to. Yeah, he was. was he hot then too? No, he's never been hot. Are you kidding? Look, have you seen his abs? So I anyway, have. I've seen far too many of them because one day, oh. for my birthday, about seven years allegedly, ago, allegedly, allegedly, no, for my birthday, this the is true. Abs. No, Scott Bridges put on Twitter. <laughs> CJ Josh would love to see topless photos of Corey Bernardi for her birthday. Please wish her well. 2,000 fucking topless pictures of Corey Bernardi. Oh, my God. What a helpful gentleman. Were they all the is. same photo or are there 2,000 different ones? No, there were ones? many, many different ones. Corey Bernardi's abs. Just need to take and they a, were all disgusting. It's going to take a moment. Well, he's got seven. So um, Andrew McLaughlin, he, did a, he, he gave a speech to a group of fund managers, chief executives and students in South Australia. Yeah, well, we last do week. things. And apparently, uh, this, as this was put, he surgically undermined the Prime Minister's technology, not taxes, approach to climate. Is that what you do surgically? when you don't have children anymore? Yes. Yep. You get your... You get your, your surgically you get, undermined? Yeah, yeah. Yes, you, you get, get surgically undermined. Done. It doesn't hurt though, does it? Well, oh, sure, but... Bit of spray. That was a problem. So, one of the quotes, be under no misapprehension. As a nation, we are embarking on a journey to reshape or even reimagine capitalism. Hey. Bear in mind, we're talking a liberal here. Now. He apparently, this is so found good. found out about the welfare net. He stunned many in the audience by approvingly quoting German philosopher and co-author with Karl Marx of the Engels. Engels. Woo-hoo! Factory boy, factory boy. boy. <laughs> so he quotes Engels. He quotes Henry Thoreau and Maynard Keynes. He slammed classical laissez-faire economist Adam Smith's notion of the invisible hand oh guiding markets. And he's a liberal? He's a liberal. Engels, Does he know what it means? I think he did. Engels, he says, rightly points out one of the weaknesses of unrestrained or unregulated capitalism, which is our philosophy of civilization has damaged the planet that feeds and sustains us. Uh-huh. We have not in the past taken into sufficient account in our economic activity our impact on the environment. Our growth model has inherent flaws. Shit, no. And so the policy setting of governments around the world will have to dramatically change. I will remind you, this was to a group of fund managers, chief executives and students. What a... Wow. Wow. <laughs> what's, his had, na- what's his name? Had they had main course? Andrew McLaughlin. Andrew McLaughlin? 
Love to get you on yeah, here. Yeah, Love on. to get you on Anytime here. Anytime you want, you're in charge of if the you entire are, agenda. If you are a staffer for Andrew McLaughlin, you get him on. Get that him would on. be awesome. Oh, if you've seen Andrew McLaughlin's abs, just let us know. We'd, I'd like no, to see those too. No. Uh, um, everyone that went to, not everyone, uh, many, and it's not confirmed, uh, people that went to the Melbourne anti, uh, anti-lockdown protest. How'd that go? Uh, uh, look, there's a lot of people might have COVID. Um, so uh, oh, my, my commiserations. Warning. My commiserations. Just isolate you pricks. Uh, you know, just, just be a goddamn bloody adult. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's the name of our new podcast. Uh, G'day Sausages is a production of the producers of, of this show. G'day Studios. This is, this is Australia's, yes, Australia's. The, the award-winning G'day Australia's studio. most professional podcast. Yeah, God, but, we tell some lies in all of this, don't Yeah, we? whatever. No, but people know it's sarcasm, except for the most professional. That is guaranteed true. And the awards. <laughs> and the awards. The dozens, dozens. Our trophy is straining. Look, we, look, we, we award each other every Straining week. trophies. Straining trophies, listener. Um... Well, you love us. And so- oh, oh, um, oh, sorry. There's a Christmas party. Um, come oh, yeah. next next, next week. week. Next week we're doing oh a live show. I, f- I nearly forgot. December I've- 9, there's stuff on the internet, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Check out Toots. There's stuff on Twitter about it, apparently. I, quite honestly, I missed it. But, um, yeah, turn up. We're going to do a live As I one. said before, Australia's most professional podcast. Yeah, I'll be wearing a mask.